Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hey there, pretty lady. Hope you're having an awesome, awesome day. Wanted to talk to you today about a topic that I think most of us women have experienced. I want to tell you a story, though. This story, I don't know if you ever listened to Steve Harvey. It was on his morning show. This was very long time ago. This is probably about 10 years, but I still remember it. It was so poignant. It resonated with me and I just couldn't, I couldn't get over it. Okay. So he had a, he, he, Steve Harvey, I don't listen to him that much anymore, but I know that he used to have a segment on his morning show called Strawberry Letters, where people will write him letters. Women mostly will write him letters and, you know, ask him relationship advice. So this woman wrote in and this is what she said. So she said that she and this guy have been dating for years. I mean, at this point, it had been about five years. They bought a house together, you know, uh, so obviously they live together. They go on trips together. You know, they, she really thought they had something strong. She's actually kind of expecting a ring at some point. But guess what happened? One day the guy was at home and her teenage son was at home as well. And one of the teenage son's friends came over. And so the teenage son introduced the guy as his mother's boyfriend. He said, hey, you know, this is my mom's boyfriend. And then the two boys went to do whatever teenage boys go to do. And when she got home that night, do you know what the man said to her? He said, you better set your son straight because he introduced me as your boyfriend and you and I are just friends. Do you notice the silence? Yes, honey, my jaw is on the floor too. I said, what? Five years and we're just friends? We're living together. We bought a house together. We're sleeping together. We are doing everything like people in relationships do. And you have the audacity to tell me we're just friends. Yes, honey, he did. I know that woman is better than me because she composed herself <laughs> enough to write a letter to Steve Harvey. So what I want to talk to you about today is three ways to know if a man has ulterior motives. OK, you can't always blame the men. That's part of it. Part of it is that we can't always blame the men. Part of it is, is, is as women as well. We have a part to play. So let me tell you what I mean by that. When someone, I think it's Maya Angelou that said, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. And it's so hard as women for us to do that, isn't it? We don't we don't believe them. When men show us that they're dogs, they got their player card out. And we are just like, oh, no, he's a good guy. Oh, but he's different with me. Oh, it's different with me. We don't want to believe that they because do you know why? Because you're you're a good person and you would never take somebody for a ride like that. But there are men that will take you from here to Mexico, to Timbuktu, to Nepal, down to the South Pole and not think anything twice about it. There are men that will look you in your eye. Look you in your eyes, sleep in the same bed with you and be betraying you and not think twice about it. 
There are just people like that in this world. So you cannot afford to be naive. You can't be the genuine, kind-hearted, naive person. I'm telling you because I was for years. You can't afford to be naive. Not everybody is your friend. Not everybody's on your side. There are people who will do things that you wouldn't even imagine doing to another person, but they'll do it to you if you let them. So what am I saying? When a man tells you that he's not ready for a relationship, run. If you know that you like him, run. Why are you going to continue the friendship with him if you know you like him? There's no reason for you guys to be friends if you know you like him. Run. Find other friends. When a man tells you, let's just take it slow and see how it goes. Okay. That you can just put him, you know, off to the side. Because if you're thinking actively about getting married, you don't have time for somebody who's taking it slow. Men that take it slow can wait six years before they get married. You don't have time for that. So you can say, okay, no problem. You still be his friend. You don't need to say anything to him. You don't need to say, oh, I don't have time for that. You just say, okay, no problem. Now you know who you're dealing with. So you act accordingly. You don't need to say anything to him. You just act accordingly. When a man tells you, oh, it's not you, it's me, it's my past. I've been hurt by women. I've experienced so many things or I've got so much going on with my business. I got chances are he's not that into you. Because that same man, if he finds a woman that he really likes, none of those things will matter anymore. But when a man tells you any of those things, let's just be friends. I'm not in a relationship right now. All of those things are fine as long as he doesn't venture one one hundredth of a centimeter. Do you hear me? As long as he doesn't step out one one hundredth, even one one thousandth of a centimeter outside of the friend zone. If you want to be friends, no problem. Let's be friends. But I don't really go out with my friends. I don't kiss. I surely don't kiss my friends. And I definitely don't sleep with my friends. You shouldn't be sleeping with them anyway as a Christian. But I'm just saying. So if he even tries to venture out of one one hundredth percent of a centimeter out of your friend zone, you run away because this is somebody with ulterior motive. Once he says out of his mouth that he just wants to be friends, but his actions tell a different story, run so hard that the back of your legs hit your neck. Run so hard that people think there's a fire, that people think there's a terrorist. I'm telling you, run for your life, girl. Grab your kids. If you have kids, leave the city. <laughs> okay, you don't have to leave the city, but run. And break every friend, like break the little ties that keep you together. You know how there's a guy in your life you're trying to get rid of, but you guys have mutual friends or maybe you work on the same floor. Maybe you don't work in the, you, you know, you work in the same floor. So you see each other in the hallway or go to the, you know, you have classes together. Find a way to avoid those. Of course, if you're class together, you don't have to avoid the class. But, you know, find a way to avoid passing them or seeing them or whatever, whatever you have to do so that you can protect yourself. Because if he says he just wants to be friends, but then he wants to be doing everything else, always in your face, always calling you, always trying to go out. When you go out, he tries to kiss you. Then what he's really saying is, let's let's try and take her for a ride for 500, Alex. You know, like Jeopardy. Let's let's try and let's try take her for a ride for 500, Alex. That's what he's really saying. Let's take her for a ride. Let's see how, how far I can go. He's, call, he's, he's letting you know that he thinks that you're cheap. He's letting you know that he thinks that you would fall for this. He's letting you know that he, he's like, you know, that he has ulterior motives. So we can't blame it entirely on the men. Sometimes men will come out and tell us that they just want to be friends. But because they send us mixed messages, 
we forget all about want to be friends. They send us signals and we respond to the signals and we respond to the mixed messages. We're forgetting about all they said because we're thinking, okay, so maybe he's changed. You know, it's like, let's call him Ahab. Okay, so Ahab said he just wants to be friends, but we're doing everything like we're in a relationship. That ma'am, ma'am, that is your fault. A man will go as far as you let him. A man will go as far as you let him. Will he say, we just friends and still try to sleep with you? Yes. The answer is yes. Yes, 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 ma'am, he will. He will say, let's just be friends and still try to sleep with you. He will say, let's just be friends and still try to move in together, which is may have what happened to this lady with the strawberry letters. I'm sure at some point this man told her that I'm just interested in being friends. I'm almost positive at some point he said that to her. But once they started buying the house together, once they started sleeping together, once they started going on vacations together, in the woman's mind, she's like, oh, okay, so we've transitioned. No, ma'am, until a man has said he hasn't said, until it comes out of his mouth that, you know, you're my woman, you're this, you're whatever. However, he says it, he hasn't said it. A man will tell you, let's just be friends and try to have every, every advantage of a husband, not even a boyfriend, a husband. He will try to have every benefit of a husband. But meanwhile, he wants the flexibility of a friend. No, no, you deserve better than that. So, you know, I always teach women, if you listen to my podcast, I always teach women that we should maintain friendships with guys. And the reason why is so that the type of guy, so that you know which guy type of guys that you ha- you're dealing with, that type of guy, there's no rehabilitation for. So don't maintain a friendship with that type of guy. I always tell you should maintain friendships. There's two things. You should be friends with guys. You should have many guy friends so that you don't get so caught up on one and then end up with the wrong one, right? Because it takes time to get to know people. Number two, maintain your friendships. Don't break your networks. Don't break your bridges. You never know when you might need that person and you never know who that person knows. But if it's this type of guy, if it's this kind of evil guy that will tell you, let's just be friends, but then we'll try and do everything else with you. Those guys, there's no rehabilitation for that you can do. The Holy Spirit can do, but you're not the Holy Spirit. There's no rehabilitation that you can do. So type those type of guys, you run away from them. You let them go. You don't allow them in your space. You have to protect yourself. Your job is to protect yourself. No one else has that job to protect. Who else is going to protect you? No one else has that job. Your friends can't protect you. Your pastor can't protect you. You need to protect yourself. No one can force you. Even God, God himself does not step over your will. Doesn't Jesus allow you to choose him, whether or not you're going to be, whether or not you're going to choose him as your Lord and Savior? As big as God is, he allows you to choose him. So he allows you to make your own decisions. He allows humans to have free will, even though he's like God. So why do you think somebody else can rescue you from that situation? You have to make up your mind that I'm walking away as mad as it hurts, as much as I want to hurt him, as much as he's hurt me, walk away. What the man is telling you in plain English is that I'm just not that into you. But I'll take whatever you're willing to give, period. Because if he was more into you, he'd want to be more than friends. He's, he said, I'll take whatever you're willing to give. If you give it to me, I'll take it. But I'm, you're not really, I'm not that into you. So what are you going to do? And most of the time is the type of guy is your weakness. So he's like your kryptonite. You know, he's, 
what you do is you put his name on the reject list. Remember I told you you need to have a running reject list. Put his name on the reject list and cut off all and every communication. I mean, cut it off cold. Just disappear. Block him. Change your number. Call the paper. Fake your death. Start a new Facebook profile. Disappear into thin air. Okay, you don't have to fake your death. But do something. Drop, drop, just drop off the planet. Whatever you got to do to protect yourself. Because what are the chances of you falling for a guy that's your type? Let's say 100,000%. Yeah, if he's your type, honey, you're going to fall. Even if his words don't line up with his actions, um, let's say um, 100,000%. Yeah, yeah, because he's your type. You don't want a guy like that. A guy like that is trying to absolve himself of every responsibility in the matter. There are 7 billion people in this world. Why would you chase after the one man that doesn't value you? I'll say that again. There are 7 billion people in this world. Why would you chase after the one man that doesn't value you? My goodness. Ain't nobody got time for somebody to be playing with their heart. You got homework to do. You got a business to run. You got a career to build. You got children to to nurture. Nobody has time for that. Run your business. Advance your career. Paint your toenails. Whatever. Your destiny is calling. You don't have time. That's, oh my goodness, life is so short. You have a purpose. God has a plan for you. There are people in this world that need what you have. Do not waste it with a man that thinks you're garbage, that treats you like garbage, that makes you feel like garbage. That's the worst part. That makes you feel like garbage. Okay? So, Number one way of knowing that a man has ulterior motives is if he tells you that he just wants to be friends, but then wants other benefits. Now, another way you can tell that a man is not just that into you is if you're confused. You shouldn't be confused in a relationship. If you are confused by by his behavior, maybe he didn't say he just wants to be friends, but he, he acts in a way that is confusing. One day he'll talk to you, the next day he won't. You will know when a man is crazy about you. One day he's all over you. The next day he acts like he can't stand you or he sees you and he just walks by. (laughs) You know, you will know when a man is crazy about you. If you are confused, if you're in a relationship and you're confused, mm, chances are the man has ulterior motives or he's just not that into you. You know that annoying, corny, nerdy guy that likes you, that won't leave you alone? Yeah, when... The guy you like starts treating you like that annoying, corny guy that you don't like. That's when you know that the man really likes you. You know that guy that you don't like that is that's like, hey, 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 how are you? Oh, 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 it's, it's so good to see you. You know that annoying guy that is just crazy about you? Yeah. When a man is crazy about you, that's how you should be. So the guy that you like, if he's not treating you like that, guess what? He does. He's not that into you. Because the guy that you like, guess what? There's a girl out there that he's 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 doing that for. There's a girl out there that he's doing that for, honey. He may not doing it for you, but he's doing it for a girl out there. So why don't you be with somebody who is crazy about you? Life is too short to be with somebody who who's thinking about you like you're an option. You don't you don't who has time to be an option for somebody? Who has time to be somebody's second choice? When there's somebody that will put you on a pedestal, there's a man out there that will treat you like the queen. I tell the story all the time about all I, I, my husband, I say one little word and he's already, before I, the word leaves my mouth, he's already gone off and try and do it for me. 
You don't have time to be somebody's option. Number three, if you are the main one in the relationship or friendship, whatever you guys are dating, and there's no reciprocity, you give, you plan. And if it stops there, like if you don't call, he won't call you or they don't have anything to do with you until they need something. Um, Yeah, that's probably means he has ulterior motives. He's not that it's not just that he's not that into you. How to tell that a man is not just that into you. If he only calls you when he needs something, try not calling for a whole month and see how long it takes them to call you. If you don't call for a month and it takes him two weeks to remember that he called, that he needs to call you. Yeah. He's this. He's just not that interested. And some men, what they do is that they will keep you in their life just in case they'll need you later. So they don't cut you off completely. Like they'll, you know, like the type of men that don't talk to you that often, but you really like them. And, you know, you're like, what is this? What's going on? So is are we a, are we a thing? What's happening? Like he'll talk to me. We'll hang out. Everything will be fine. Then I don't see him for two weeks. Guess what? He just keeping you in his life just in case. He's not that into you. Sorry, it hurts. But guess what? There's somebody that is. And if you don't know them, they're out there. But you have to stop looking at all the ones that are not in order to see them. So if there's no reciprocity, you're the one that calls. You're the one that does everything. And another way you can look for reciprocity is in money. Men spend money and time in what interests them. There are men out there that will spend money on you and they don't want anything to do with you. There are men out there that will spend money on you as a way of getting you to do things. So that's true. But if a man never spends any money on you, like never, uh, chances are he's not that interested. Sorry, but it's the truth. Chances are he's not that interested. Chances are he has ulterior motives. You know, there was a guy in my life at one point that I was that we like we never really went on a date. Like, I didn't understand. Like, we never, like, like, we would just talk on the phone. And back then, I didn't obey the rules. I didn't know the rules. So I'd hang out at his house and things like that. And then one day, I overheard him talking to somebody how they went to some place. And I was like, wait a minute. So you can spend money to go out, but you never want to go out with me. So that's when the light bulb started to come on. <laughs> like, hold up. Hmm. Okay. So Netflix and chill is not... You know, the only thing you can do, you actually know how to get dressed up, smell good, look good and go out. You just don't want to do that with me. He's just not that into you. Period. Now, a man can even sleep with you and not be into you. I'm telling you, it's the craziest thing. Sex for men is like going to the bathroom. I know sounds terrible, but it's the truth. You know how when you have to go to the bathroom, it's like, oh, I got to pee. I got to pee. I got to pee. Oh, I got to pee. Got to pee. Got to pee. Oh, got to pee. Got to pee. You're looking for a bathroom. That's how it is for men with sex. Yeah. Yep. That's how it is. They just got to pee. They got to pee. They got to pee. They got to have sex. Got to have sex. Got to have sex. Got to have sex. Doesn't matter what I got to have sex. Got to have sex. Got to have sex. Now, there's men that have learned to control that. And there's men that have standards. You know, you know, when you have to pee, there's some people that are like, I will not pee in a gas station restroom. I don't care how bad I got to pee. I will not pee in a gas station restroom. So that's some people have standards of what bathroom or some people will only pee at home. But there's some men that have developed standards and they know that they're not just going to even if even when that feeling comes that because it's a hormonal thing for even when that feeling comes like I got to pee, I got to pee, I got to have sex, got to have sex, got to have sex, got to have sex. They they know how to deal with it because they're not just going to go pick out anybody to have sex with because they're like, you know, they have standards in their life. They have values. And if they're godly men, 
They have the fear of God. They have a sense of purpose. So there's, but I'm just letting you know that that's how it is. It's a biological thing for them. I'm not saying that when you get married, your husband won't have wonderful, you know, emotional attachment with you with sex. I, I don't know, but I'm just letting you know that it's a biological thing for them. For the most part, for the very, very, very most part, <laughs> even after you get married. So that means that a man cannot even know your name and sleep with you easily and not even care anything about you and sleep with you easily. So don't put yourself in a position to be used and abused. You're precious. You're beautiful. You're smart. You're intelligent. You're caring. You're compassionate. You're loving. You're talented. You're highly capable. You have so much to offer the world. Do not let somebody make you his plaything. Okay? I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Do not let anybody make you his plaything. Do not give a man that is not that into you the time of day. Let him go on about himself, about his way. There are 7 billion people in the world and there are at least, at least a hundred of them that are going to be into you. Find those guys and decide between them. So any, many, many more between the hundred that are interested in you and leave, leave the players alone. All right, guys, have a great day. Take care of yourself now. Bye-bye. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.